sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Wow, you've landed again another beautiful Tuesday morning. And I didn't oversleep today, which is beautiful. And I'm having a decent hair day, and that's really good. Dr. D, how's your hair today? My hair is just fine, thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for asking. You nice. know, it's, it's it's interesting when I call uh, vendors uh, to talk to them about certain issues and this and that and the other. They'll say, "Who am I talking with?" And I'll say, "Richard, uh, Richard Dugan." And say, "Well, how are you doing today?" And I say, "I'm doing fine." And how are you? So, well, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. And nice. I, it's like I I have to wonder if if they get that question to them. If how are you doing on the other end of the phone? Uh, yeah. Doing great. Having Fire. a uh, a fantastic, uh, fantastic end of November, beginning of December. Yeah. Well, it's always, I know when people, you can always tell when people read off a script. So I know this is why it was talking about the hairs because I'm looking at Sam Russell, <laughs> one of our team kings. He uh, graduated from Santa Barbara High and I reached out to him and I'm like, look, I need a uh, recap. Um, we're, we have all the schools. We don't have Don's represented. So now you're that guy. And he stood, you know, stepped up like I know he would. The catcher, varsity baseball star that he was. Uh, Sam, how you doing? I'm doing good, Erica. You yeah. know, my hair always likes to stand up, too. <laughs> I always look like I've been nice. You're just a stand-up uh, guy, Sam. You're just a stand-up. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. I got but some I'm doing news. Great. Little a little uh I don't know, little bird told me you might be going back and doing some community service back to the baseball team this year. Does that look still uh in progress? Yeah, I'm still trying to go back and coach either the freshman or JV team this year. Nice hours out there. Good. I love that. Yeah, I like I'm that. Really well, as much as that. your mom has spent, okay, and uh, and I and being that being that uh, mom also that's been in the cages with you, there's very few people that had your gift at such a young age of that crack. I mean, to be a catcher and a great hitter, those two are not really in combination, and you have that skill set. So yeah, what a gift to be able to pass that on. Thank you, I appreciate it. Most definitely. And in the house, we've got Clara McDonald. How are you, my love? I'm good. How are you? Good. I like your hair today, too. Everyone's <laughs> having this magnificent hair day. I love it. <laughs> awesome. So you're up, you're playing basketball now. Mm -hmm, I am. Nice. And what position? Um, I usually play like a baseline runner. Nice. They changed all the names, you know, since I played. <laughs> you know what, I'm saying? what is that? Baseline runner. Um, I like run from like base. It's pretty self-explanatory, but like from baseline to baseline. Nice. Like, yeah. All right. So you so you're a good feeder then you give it to the big, big girls in the house mm -hmm. inside the house. Nice. I get that. Fun. So who's your coach this year? Uh, Jeff Burrich. Nice. Yeah. So does he have the same, I don't know, thumbprint as your volleyball coach or it's just different? Uh, no, he's different. Yeah. Fine. How's your girls? Are you going to, I mean, you, you won state. Not They did actually win CIF, state. Yeah. No, they won state one year, didn't they? A couple of years ago. Uh, well, we won CIF in 2015. Then when I was a freshman, we also went to CIF, but we lost. Um, uh, we're looking okay this year. We don't have someone who can like really handle the ball 
Right. It's like, it's an issue, but like, we're getting there, I guess. There you go. Well, yeah. you can, maybe you can promote yourself. Just, just practice. <laughs> Yeah, so fantastic. All right, so we've got also announced Christine Marie. Hey, Christine. We've got Don Sanders. We've got Dominique and myself, of course, our producer, Richard Dugan. Let's get right to it. We'll start off with Sam because he's got a lot to do today. Sam, let's get into a Don recap. All right, well, the next athletic game that we have for Santa Barbara High is going to be Tuesday, 7.15 p.m., it's going to be girls' soccer against Moore Park, and that's at 7.15. And then the next boys' basketball game we have is December 2nd, and that's a Thursday at 4 p.m., and that is against the Pioneer Valley Panthers. And then our baseball team and football team are just working out right now and getting ready for their season. And the baseball team's looking like it's going to be pretty good this year. They have a lot of good kids like Juan Perez. Dane Dawson's going to be good. Um, they got Cal Whiff, who Cal Whiff is going to be really good. And Vince Gambardella. Those are all kids that are going to be really good next year. Yay. And Jack Holland. Those are all a lot of guys that are going to really help the team. And now year. they have a seasoned coaching staff because they've all been around for a few years now, right? Yeah, they have Shrek's been around for a few years now, so we all know they all know the ins and outs of the program. So I think that Santa Barbara could go pretty far into the playoffs this year. Okay, fantastic! Thank you. Way to go, Sammy! All right, so let's get into the Bishop Cardinals recap. We've got Clara McDonald. What do you say? Um, so all of our spring sports have started. And girls soccer has played two scrimmages. They played Carp and lost one to zero, and then they also played Beacon Hill and tied one to one. And Kylie Moreno scored their goal. Um, so it's really cool to see like the girls playing soccer this year because they didn't have uh, enough girls to like field a team last year. Oh, so wow. now they have a lot of new freshmen came in. So that was really good that they could have a team this year. Um, and then boys soccer lost two to three to Malibu. And then they tied, or no, they lost two to three to San Inez. And then they tied with Malibu three to three after making a comeback. They were losing zero to three. Um, boys basketball has been doing really good. They've had like in the past five days, I think they played like eight games. But they beat San Inez 61 to 54 and Kai Morphy had 21 points and six rebounds. And Ty Williams had 19 points. Um Boys basketball also beat Pioneer Valley 58 to 48. And then they beat Villanova 61 to 52. Um, then they played Simi Valley and they lost 63 to 71 in overtime. Oh, and they lost to Westlake 62 to 49. And once again, Kai had 20 points and Ty had 16. Um, they were leading by 11 at halftime. And then Simi Valley made a big run on them and they ended up losing. But um, girls basketball played in the tournament and lost 24 to 44 against Paso Robles. Um, they had like these really big two post players and we were missing them. And then we lost 39 to 49 to Santa Maria. And we were down 29 to nine at half and we made a really big comeback. But it was. Oh, too I love late. that. Nice. So we ended up losing. And then That's we okay. lost by three to San Inez. It was 35 to 38. And we were down by nine at the start of the fourth quarter, but we still ended up losing. 
And then I like that. That's all going to pay off. You know, it'll, yeah. the, it'll flip. The switch will flip when you, and then, and then it goes your way. Um, and then we lost by five to Pioneer Valley, 39 to 44. And then Friday night we played Nordoff, or no, Monday night we played Nordoff and we won 52 to 38. And then I was the lead scorer with 23 points. Woo! I like that. And you got to have so, Oh, yeah. I love that. But that's all the, that's my recap for this week. Beautiful. Outstanding. Okay. That's, that was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um, recap. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you so much, Clara. Let's, let's do this. Let's take a little break. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. We've got a big show today right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Thank you again for sticking around. <laughs> we, uh, we had a great week last week. We ended up in San Diego. It was something that was planned for a few years. And all of our kids stopped by. It was probably, it was a magical, magical Thanksgiving. The funny thing, the one thing that was missing out of our Thanksgiving was the turkey. Uh, but I've got a really let's I want to go around the, uh, you know, for all who's here today, do a little gratitude. Um, I have a couple of um, thanks that I want to give to one is Phil's barbecue. Uh, my son brought all the food in from Phil's barbecue and I've only eaten it once before. And they're in the state. They're well, number one barbecue, supposedly on the West Coast for the state of California. I don't know if anybody here else has had an opportunity to try it, but I mean, it is smoking good food. So for anybody in the Northern Territory of the state, if you ever get down to San Diego, check out Phil's Barbecue. It's amazing. It's a 10. He does so much community service, huge into kids. Um, I, I just can't say enough about it. Um, and I also want to thank... Um, Another co-host, we all know him well, Mr. Rodriguez. Uh, he spent his day on Thanksgiving last week at the community center giving out food, turkeys, um, all the sides. And um, I didn't get a chance to participate in it. I wanted it, wanted, we were going to, but we ended up down, like I said, in San Diego. And then I just got to really thank him so much for for spending that time. He spent pretty much most of his day doing exactly what he said he was going to do. And I want to thank the food bank because they came through. They had enough turkeys, more than enough turkeys from not having enough turkeys to having plenty of turkeys. And that's what I love about this city is that we come together when we need to come together. So that that's my uh, thanks um, and my, uh, and of course, to last thing, Christine and Richard for, um, holding down the fort and, uh, taking care of everything while we were gone. Cause when you have animals, it's really hard to, uh, you, 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 leave the farm. yeah, you don't like to leave the farm and you, you never really have a good time, but with Christine and, 
and um, Richard. Oh, God, it was just so relaxing. So we love you guys, and thank you so much. And we definitely have a Teen Sports Radio family. So, Dominique, (laughs) what do you want to say? (laughs) Well, I want to say a thank you to all the families that are doing everything they can to try to get together to see everyone. So I have family members that are flying in from other states and gathering to see their cousins and uh, driving six hours, eight hours, 12 hours to get together. And I I just want to salute everyone who got together for Thanksgiving and and made the effort. And if you weren't able to physically get there, all the people that took the time to Zoom and connect, I mean, it's just so important. These moments that we celebrate are really precious. So a big shout out to everyone and a thank you. Don Sanders, you've got a you've got a gratitude that you want to do. And like because you got attitude. That's why. (laughs) Like attitude of gratitude. Like Dominique, like Dominique said, those those little moments, you know, what's really important is when people get together, we can never really know another person that we've, you know, lived next to and slept next to for years and years. You know, the, the chance we get, I think sometimes is when we open up and we tell the stories of how we came up and our youth. And then you at least get a window into the, how that person thinks, how they feel. And uh, another great thing that happened last week with Thanksgiving was that Peter Jackson dropped two hours of the Beatles get back and that was absolutely fantastic because they were one of the biggest maybe the biggest thing in my childhood and uh, when those albums came out we would all go to somebody's house after school and listen to them and read the liner notes and talk about the new stuff that they're doing and the new costumes when they went Sergeant Peppers whatever it was you know so so uh, fantastic thing for uh, for boomers <laughs> And, and there's nobody listening to this that doesn't know who the Beatles are. I mean, come on. <laughs> there you go. It's true. They're making their comeback. <laughs> Christine. Well, I'm super grateful for um, for you guys. And I really we, we like this is our second Thanksgiving Friendsgiving that we've had at, at uh, uh, Casa happy (laughs) 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 and and i'm so grateful um actually for you guys for the community that we've created together and that when when you go away we have this you know uh opportunity to really be with each other um and for vera for vera sort of hosted our thanksgiving um and and you know got us a turkey and and all this the things and then richard who who's doing everything else beyond that and bringing in the the alternative gluten-free you know he's an incredible cook and it's so nice to have what he does and what he brings and we you know so we just had the most amazing thanksgiving dinner um and with friendsgiving right we really have had such a wonderful time and um you know and, and also like richard's like my brother so you know (laughs) <laughs> we get this opportunity I, to I, I felt i felt we were eating together because with the zoom right <laughs> richard had to show off the table we had to show off our table we didn't really because we were eating watching the games me and my boys we sat on the couch <laughs> you know, we we were like informal but you know all of us did draft kings so we had to like participate in the roar but that was our family so it was awesome and this place we're staying at is just Phenomenal. It's just a, it's, it's great. It was a great, um, took two years, right? Yeah. To book. Yeah. yeah. Grateful to my mom. <laughs> Definitely. Dr. D, you've got a lot of gratefulness. I do indeed. Uh, gratefulness to uh, this family. Uh, I, I love that saying, you know, you, uh, in spite of the fact that I love my relatives, 
uh, my siblings, my parents. Uh, it's also nice. So you can't pick your relatives, but you can pick your family. And I have two, both the relatives and this family and, and many others associated with this radio station and the work that, that I do. And I'm very grateful for, for them. And I'm also very, very grateful for <clears throat> the... Uh, the blessing that uh, Richard bestowed on uh, my immediate family, myself and my wife, of a absolutely amazing Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. Absolutely amazing. I, I uh, Words uh, just cannot express not only how much I appreciated it, but just how fantastic it was. And then I've, I'm hearing... Oh yeah, he he worked for a Michelin star uh, restaurant. Uh, he was a chef there, and uh, I was like, "Wow!" So <laughs> I, I can understand now why it it was so amazing, and the the mixture of flavors and all of the wonderful things that uh, that we had. It was just absolutely amazing, and I I can't thank him enough uh, for that. And um, plus that that restaurant was in Ireland, and you, we all know how I, much you love Ireland. I wish I was there uh, having Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner with Amrita now. <laughs> However, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving there. It's an American tradition, a holiday. But nonetheless, uh, thank you again uh, to everybody who has made this program what it is. And uh, also, uh, Erica, I'm also thankful for that banner that continues to get noticed out there in Goleta uh, on that big <laughs> on that fence. I have to get out there and see it myself. I haven't. I don't think I've seen it yet. So I've got to get out there and see that. Yeah, it's well. It's been up there for like a decade. I know. Uh, my client owns that fence. Oh, good. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, it's come in handy, definitely. Actually, that's how we got Dr. Amy Salzman. Yeah. She she was on the bicycle and she drove uh, what, right past that fence. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's been a miracle banner. Uh, we actually had another banner on a, a Model A truck, but that truck has been decommissioned. But when that truck was driving around Santa Barbara, we also uh, had that truck hosted in uh, the uh, parades. A few parades, yep, yep. which was nice <laughs> when we were uh, and Santa and Mrs. Claus were in the back of that truck. Oh, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. So all those things are going to be coming back around once everything settles out for sure. Is Richard available? Christine, can you pop in? Richard, can you pop in? Mm -hmm. Here he comes. All right. We, we want to hear your gratitude, Richard. Yeah, Richard, we want to hear your gratitude. You're really grateful for me from Thanksgiving. Cause I'm <laughs> <laughs> why? Because you did. Oh, I know why. You know what he told me? He couldn't believe that you stepped up and did all the clearing and all the dishes. <laughs> and he just figured that was the nicest thing that anybody could ever do. You cleaned the house. I didn't even know you had Thanksgiving. With everything that you did to pick up, clean up, Oh my God, wash the floors. Richard said to me that Christine Marie, it was like having a professional cleaning service. Wow. And it was so nice that he get to go into the love and light room and meditate and reflect and just to bring it so he could think about next year's uh, menu. So thank you, Christine. Okay. Richard. I, I echo that. And, uh, and also, you know, as I was, putting all of this food together for this, for this meal last week, I was just amazed at all of, at how much can come from things that seem so little, you know, we don't spend a lot of money and we can come home from the store with this amazing bounty of fruits and vegetables 
and we can turn it into something that can feed so many people and bring smiles to so many people's faces. Yeah. And that's, I guess, just Mother Earth. How, how cool is that? Yeah, here, here. It's, it's true because I think what's happening, um, we went into this bag phase because fast food has to be in the bag. And I think now what COVID made us do is to stop. We've eaten out in the last two years. We've gone from maybe once or twice a week to maybe 12 times in two years. I and we've all agreed we it, it is so hard for us to participate in going out. We'd much rather have our little hub get together. And then and we cook. all, yeah, we all bring our, you know, what we like to bring. And then we share in that meal together. We don't have to worry about somebody listening to our conversations or whatever. And, and it's been, I, I'm not going back. I'm not <laughs> going back to, I'm not going back to that old way. This is the new way. And I think that a lot of people have embraced that as yeah. well. You not, just, not to, we all created our little, little micro family. Yeah. Yeah. And we can still support our restaurants by picking up little special dishes from our restaurants. Exactly. Definitely. All right. So let's do this. Let's take a little break. We've going to have after these message, Huga. Oh, Anthony's in the house as well. We're going to admit him. We'll talk to Anthony Rodriguez and we will let uh, Dominique do our Huga. Hack it, Huga. Hack it, Huga. I'll get it right. I'll get it right one one of these days. All right. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host. Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Okay, Anthony is in the house. Mr. Rodriguez, I had referred to him before as spending most of his Thanksgiving making sure the community was fed. And thank you to you, Anthony, and thank you to the food bank for all the efforts. We had a, we were you we raised awareness to the community and we had more than enough because that's what this city does. It comes through always in a pinch. OK, always. This is the place you want to live in Santa Barbara when it comes to, to get together. And it's because of local leaders like yourself. I'm so thankful and blessed that you're part of this community of Teen Sports Radio. Where are you at right now? You're on the road. Um, Actually, yes, I am. I am on the road. I'm just, uh, you know. Trying uh, to, you know, dot my I's and cross my T's on, on some other part. But thank you so much. It was a, it was a humbling, uh, really blessing to be able to do that with the community or the community. I mean, we're all in this together, like I said. Um, you know, it's not just food bank. It's this community. And the community is the one that pushed through, got us some turkeys, and we were able to, to, to feed as many people as we could. So, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an honor and it's a blessing to be able to be, put a smile on somebody's face. It's something that, you know, I can't, you, nobody can pay me enough to, to, to feel what I feel when I'm able to make somebody smile that's worried about, you know, getting fed. And that's what the food bank's here for, is to make sure that people get fed. And we're really grateful uh, to be able to be doing that. So it was good. Nice. It was really nice. Beautiful. Okay, so moving forward, December, what, what, with the shakeout's over, Thanksgiving is over. So we're working on what for, for December? Absolutely. So December, I mean, we are going to be continuing to, to uh, push for some more food. Um, you know, we still have another holiday coming up and we really want people to make sure, we want, really want to make sure that people get to be able to have a nice meal with their families, with their friends, with whoever they want that makes them happy. Um, we want to be able to provide that. So 
please, uh, you know, send in some donations, anything that you would like to be able to, um, to give somebody. Let's do this together. And um, let's put some more smiles on people's faces. So, again, you can uh, do the donate food. You can donate money. You can donate your time. Oh, and I actually wanted to say thank you so much to all those volunteers that helped us out. Because without them, we wouldn't have been able to do that. So, I just want to give out a shout out to all the food bank volunteers that have been helping us year after year after year. And um, we're just really grateful for them. So, thank you so, so much. Thank you, Anthony. Most definitely. Are we doing any safety um uh, Zoom meetings or anything like that for for yeah. for, for we have a yeah, date on? Yeah. I mean, we got we got to make sure that we don't put too much uh you know connect too many lights on in on one plug because that's uh you know one of the main things that cause a fire. Make sure that you have the right extension cords when you're putting up your lights because um, you know there's a lot of moisture in the air during the evenings. Um, and also you know I know it's it's cold but um, space heaters. Uh, make sure that you you don't have anything around them within three feet. Um, because we want to make sure that you stay safe and you have a, you know, have a place to go to at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, and unplugging them. It's like, uh, don't, don't wait. You, yeah. you stop using it, unplug it right away. You can always come back and plug it back in again. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's really, really important. And again, remember, your safety is first. Your safety is always. And just uh, be good and be safe. Thanks. Beautiful. All right. I wanted to get you in, Anthony. If you can stick around, that's great. We're going to take a. We're going to make this one a shorty because we've got hoogas. We've got packet hoogas. hoogas. <laughs> After these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome to Teen Sports Radio. I'm Dominique Hackett, and I'm going to share a Hackett Huga. <laughs> so one of the things that I love to do, which uh, creates uh, an environment of fun and comfort and also uh, grows our minds and and increases our, our ability to problem solve. I love when we get together and we share uh, brain teasers. Brain brain uh, they're basically called brain teasers. So I have a brain teaser to pass on to you, and what it does is it increases lateral thinking. So lateral thinking, my understanding of lateral thinking, and other people can jump in, is where you take the information that you're given. And you go a little further with it. So it's not just the information you've got, but then you have to sit and think about it. And then it tells you more. I just like to encourage lateral thinking in problem solving because the answer may lie deeper within the initial facts that you're given when you're problem solving. Mm -hmm. So um, here, here's the brain teaser for today. Imagine you're in a room 
and there's two exits. There's only two exits and you've got to get out of the room. So are you going to go through the exit that ha- that's on fire, has flames and is all on fire? Or are you going to go through the exit where there are two lines behind the door that have two months? I couldn't hear that. Which door are you going to go through? I couldn't hear what you said on the, the second, second door. door. On the second door. So the <laughs> there are two Mm-mm. can't hear it at all there's nothing it's totally sounds, just, like, sounds like you said two lions that haven't eaten it's two lions that haven't eaten or going through a door with the fire okay yes yeah that's your choice the door with the fire or the door with the two lions that haven't eaten for two months don what which door do you go to I'll go for Just the pick lions. a door and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll go for the lions. Okay, Christine, which door do you go to? Go for the fire. All right, Doctor G, what do you go for? Uh, I'll go through the fire. Fire. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just interested. Why did you say Don uh, the lions? Well, I was hoping that somehow maybe they'd lunge and bump into each other and it would give me a chance to flee. But if I go through the fire and that starts my clothes on fire, I'm toast. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so the, the, it's a trick question because the lions have been in, in the room for two months without eating, so they're dead. Oh! <laughs> oh, so we didn't, I didn't know there was a room. So I didn't yeah, have the room. I thought I was seeing them out on like a, that that was the only way out the door was like a. Yeah. Uh, you but know, even if it was in a field, if you don't eat for two months, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even if it was in a jungle. <laughs> so I didn't get it right either. So I, I don't think hmm. it's a right or wrong, but Dominique is like, hmm. you know, she got that smile like she has right now. We're in a room and everybody said fire because I pictured myself putting a white light around myself and I'm just going to walk through the fire. Like, so the fire wouldn't have hurt me. You know, you see those people walking on fire and hot coals and everything. That's what I would have done. Or I would have run through. I just would have been okay. And I'm not going to get toast. I just, and if so, then next life I would have picked the lions. <laughs> well, and it's also assumptions that we make based upon the question right. that was put to us. We right. assumed the lions were still, alive she didn't say they were alive she said they right. hadn't eaten for two months right yeah, yeah. by the way <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, I, thought, I thought it was just hyperbole or exaggeration ah well i yeah, I, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. and i saw something i saw a very interesting piece i was actually watching uh, uh uh one of the old johnny carson shows where he was doing this a bit as karnak and i loved the one where he takes the envelope from ed and he puts it up to his head and he says deja vu and he opens the envelope. Inside is an envelope and the word deja vu on it. He's deja vu. He mm-hmm. opens up that envelope and another envelope inside. Deja yeah. vu. And the <laughs> envelopes get smaller and smaller until finally is. And the last one, deja vu. And, and we, we assume, we make these, these assumptions about, you know, what we're being told automatically. And yet we need to figure out how to. Say, you know what, wait a minute, let's not assume, because there are a lot of, it's kind of like uh, uh, the old uh, 
uh, the old thing about, uh, okay, there are two trains leaving the station. One leaves here, one leaves there, one's right. going this fast, one's going that fast. Who's the engineer? Right. And the yeah, question actually yeah. starts out, all right, you're the engineer on a train, and that tr- your train leaves at da-da-da, the other train leaves at, and you da-da-da-da, and of course you're sitting there trying to do the math. Right, right. right. So Exactly, exactly. So it, when, when everyone gets together through the holiday season, try bringing in brain teasers to help increase the huga, uh-huh. to help in- increase your enjoyment of each other. And this will help us with our problem solving and looking at the world in a different way. Especially with all the stuff that we're being fed every day on the news and on the paper. I mean, I don't, I don't wrap my brain around. I I've disconnected from all of it. And I I liked it. What um, a friend of mine said one time, um, if it was an emergency, like we're having a tsunami or something, you know, a siren would get off. Your neighbor would tell you anything life threatening. It's going to come filtered to your way. Anyway, everything else is noise. And I, when I, I, Probably somebody have said that to me other times, but when he said it to me, I it, I just I connected to it, and I'm like, yeah, huh. So, and it just makes me it. I think that what that does is add a different level of thinking about things on your own. Well, and we want to encourage people: radio, podcasts. Mm-hmm. When when you're hearing it as words rather than visually seeing it, you have a better opportunity to filter it and decide for yourself what you think about it. But when we see it, our mirror neurons kick in and we, our bodies frequently feel like it's actually happening to us, even though what we see may not even be real. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we connect with our kids as mentors in this community to our youth, we, I always ask, and I do this with my own boys. It's just like, well, how did that make you feel? Yeah. You have to, at the end of the day, it's gotta be, how do you feel? doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what your father thinks. It doesn't matter what your friends think. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel? Yeah. You know, yeah. another part of that, too, I had this uh, puzzle book uh, years ago, and I, I went in there, and I, uh, the question that was asked uh, in, in the puzzle book was, okay, here are these, here are these letters, A, B, E, G, uh, let's see, I, J, and so forth. And they said, find the pattern. And, of course, immediately I knew what it was. I mean, just by looking at the letters. The first, third, fifth, every odd-positioned odd letter was straight lines. And every even-positioned letter had curved lines in it. All right? So I moved on to the next question. All right, here's a series of numbers. All right? And they gave me the series of numbers. And it said, find the pattern. And I sat there, and I'm doing the math, and I'm trying to figure out this and that and the other thing. And it turns out... It was the same answer as the first question. Every odd position number was straight lines and every even position number was curved lines. Love it. And that's another element of it is sometimes we may use the same answer twice, but other times it may be a totally different answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I highly encourage these brain teaser books. They are oh, really yeah. fun. And you remember them. Oh, I, I remembered that one from years ago. I know. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then we get to share, especially when you're going to be around family and friends. If you always want to f- put that neutral. Uh, yeah, not politics. Yeah, not <laughs> politics. Not a brain teaser yeah, book. <laughs> brain teaser books. It's something you could talk about. We've been, that's what actually we. Yeah. It was really good. We played this other game. What was the name of it? Five seconds. Five 
So you had five sets to come up with, and the, the game had lots of little items. So five seconds to name three. three the five types of wine, three um, universities, yeah. teams. Yeah, it was it was it was fun. It was different, and it you know it's a, everybody got to participate in it. It doesn't matter how many people played it. We we definitely had encourage our, games. We yeah. really encourage games. Yeah, games around the holidays. Another good thing to stay out of the uh, creative. Yeah, who conflict? Think about who <laughs> Anything that, that that you could put together for me that creates comfort. Way to go. Yeah. So let's comfort to our people that uh, are nonprofits and businesses that we've supported for the last 12 years, over 24,000 minutes. Thank you, mm. Richard Dugan. Okay. To those and more after these messages. Our teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Christine Marie. Um, you can, uh, with a view from the deck, but actually I'm having a view from the 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership, um, which is a book we're reviewing um, each week. And the fourth commitment is the commitment to candor. Um, and I, I like that. There's so, you know, the each for each commitment, there's a, an above the line commitment and a below the line commitment and the above the line commitment for this, for number four, the commit, commitment number four is I commit to saying what is true for me. I commit to being a person to whom others can express themselves with candor. And I think that, and the, and the, the below the line. So, you know, what the opposite is, is I commit to withholding my truth, facts, feelings, things I imagine, and speaking in a way that allows me to try to manipulate an outcome. I commit to not listening to the other person. This is powerful, especially when we were just talking, well, what we were just talking about with these, the, the um, mind twisters, that kind of thing. And, and I just so appreciated what Erica said about listening to our family members and hearing what their truth is and, and, and not, you know, so there, it's, it's different, you know, telling the truth and saying our truth, that is our truth. It isn't the truth, in my opinion, and listening and allowing other people to say their truth. For me, it's about cultivating, um, cultivating a, the, a, uh, the opportunity for truth and to speak my truth and to, to use kindness and to really be honest about what's happening. And I've, I've been asked to sort of, um, you know, especially at work with my new job to really be honest about what's happening for me. And it's really a powerful thing. And um, for our young people, out there. Sometimes we have other people's truths or other people have opinions about truth or, or they might not be hearing our truth or they think there is a truth. 
A lot of times there's different truths where we're talking in the media or not in the media. You know, when people say it's the false truth or different things like that, I think it's really information. Yeah, this information. I think it's really important to tap into what we're feeling right now and be truthful and offer candor about that. Um, and even sometimes um, our parents have a different truth than us. And can we speak our own truth without you know, denying somebody else's truth. I think it's really important to say those the truths can um, stand in the same place. This is my truth. I, I, wow, that's one of the things I'd like to say is like, wow, that makes sense to me. And this is what, this is how I see it. I see how you see it. I see what you're feeling. And I understand that. Wow. That's really interesting to wonder and, and, and listen and hear them and say, yes. And also say, and I'm feeling, thinking, seeing this way. And isn't that fascinating that we're both having, um, you know, we're, we're seeing the same situation, but we're both having a different perspective about it. And that's one of these things that I, you know, from when, when I was a Waldorf teacher, um, one of my favorite concepts about that was that there's a point of perception uh-huh. And a point of perception is a sphere, or there's a point of an, an uh, a point of a occurrence. Around that occurrence is a sphere of perspective, and from every point around that sphere is an actually truthful, honest perspective. And when we share those perspectives, we get we all get a bigger picture of the whole thing that's happening. And I think that's about yeah. really offering and cultivating our own truth and um, creating a space where other people can feel like they can offer their truth and that it will be heard. That, that idea of a sphere, is, it was really fascinating to me as a kid that everybody is a hologram in the sense that we're all seeing the whole universe from our own point of view and that that's, that's precious and authentic and needed. Everyone's point of view is needed. Yeah. And sometimes in our culture right now, we, we're going to, to a little bit of polarization. I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah. Well, what if I'm right for me and you're right for you? And there's, you know, there's some other perspectives that we can just, you know, uh, what if everyone is a, in a certain way? You know, there are some holy truths that are holy, right? The sun's going to come up every day. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a good thing, you know, but there are other things that are really perspective and it's important to allow and honor, I think, all perspectives. Beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. That's lovely. So candor and candor is about us being candid, not about us uh, forcing on others <laughs> right. if, if we're candid with our own and for and it's a vulnerable place i think to to be honest about what we feel about things even if we disagree with somebody else but to honor that that we honor their perspective as well even if it isn't the same as mine i really do want to hear your perspective and then you will help me you'll help me almost widen my perspective by sharing yours especially if it's not the same I think it's so important. Well, the bottom line is, and we have to teach our kids this, you got to drop your ego. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that hurts. Uh, there's been so that means many. Drop your agenda. Yeah. There's so many people out there where, you know, they come upon you and ask you a direct question. You give them the answer. They didn't want to hear that answer. And then they try to sell you on why your, your answer is, is wrong. And uh, that's when I'm like, okay, wow, uh, let's just take a break. I, I, I want to put myself in timeout, okay? Because really what I do and what I think and what I say has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And I always try to tell everybody, you know, stay in your own lane. Yeah. That's just for you, for you to be happy, the, to be the most happiest, because you spend a lot of energy worrying about what other people do and think and say. 
And I am telling you, know, you it, it's important for teens to know, especially as you're getting older, you're going to disagree with your parents after a little while, after a couple of years, you may come back in alignment with them. But part of growing up, it's necessary to disagree with your parents mm-hmm. and your teachers mm-hmm. and the people around you because you're figuring out who you are mm-hmm. and we need to create that uh, safe space where you can be authentic about what mm-hmm. you're thinking right now. And, and those times are very difficult, but necessary. Parents, a good answer, which Dominique actually taught me this, is when the, something or someone or your child or somebody you know is going on a rant, It's and, and Dominique has done this to me in my younger years, um, she's like, how's that working for you? Yeah, just step back and just, just take keep a hearing. Step. How's that working for you? Just keep hearing. <laughs> just like, you know, then you st- when somebody hits you like that, because she's not being mean. She's just asked a direct question. How's that working for you? And I'm like... When you stop and look at the mirror, it's like taking a mirror and just put, plopping it right in somebody's face. How's that working for you? So anyway, let's let's take another little break. We got Don Sanders after these. No, messages. this is wrapping it up, my dear. Wrapping it up. Oh, okay. Good. That was the fastest okay. show on the planet. Don Sanders, what do you say about this? This dialogue today is making me think of a poem, and it's called. Uh, it's called Jump Rope Rhyme. For all the teen athletes out there, if you look this up on the internet, you can do this with your single or double time jump roping. And it's called Tatvamasi. That means in Sanskrit, thou art that. It goes, Tatvamasi, thou art that, that leaf, that tree, that cow, that cat, that cloud, that sun, that you, that I, for all are one. So here you are, and there you go. And who you were, you hardly know. I think this I is only me, a drip, a drop, but not the sea. Yet when I wake from all these dreams, then like the snake, I'll shed what seems this mask, this skin, this ball and chain. I will begin to fall like rain. The heart's last home, the wind whipped foam, the sweet deep sea, tot bama sea. Woo! <laughs> Hug everybody you see this week. We'll see you next week.